Welcome back to another episode of Right Now, Right Here with Apollo Mighty. I am your host, Apollo Mighty. And today I am graciously happy to introduce, I'm sorry, to introduce my guest, uh, my co-host for today, Miss Darren Alexis. Hello. Right now I'm right here. Despite my How are you today? I'm great. We got some great weather going on today. So that makes me happy. I think I'm definitely one of those people whose emotions kind of like link with what's happening in the sky. Really? I think so. Like, I think like it's not major, but I do think I experience some seasonal depression sometimes. Like if we're, if we're not getting any sun for like eight, nine days straight, it's just an overcast. I think I'm just like, mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't think I recognized any seasonal depression in myself until I moved to Chicago. Because like coming from Tennessee, I tell people all the time, if it snows or any like ice comes from the sky, the city shuts down, we don't do nothing. Right. You know what I mean? But being somewhere where you're like expected to like still function normally, no matter what the weather is, I would get, I got here and I was just like, I don't feel it. I can't, I'm I not, I'm not it. leaving. Yeah. No, yeah. not today. <laughs> well, you're, I mean, you look great. Um, Thank you. You look radiant. I'm so glad to like get some energy from you today. It's this window in my new apartment. It's my favorite oh, thing. Oh, dope. <laughs> how long have you been, um, how long have you, you say you just moved? Yeah, I moved um, March 1st. Oh, sweet. But officially, like March 9th, my parents came here and like helped me move in and all that stuff. Oh, dope. So, are you not? Are you from Chicago? No, I'm from DC, born and raised. Oh and wow! I've been in Chicago for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken to someone who's lived through some winters. Yes. Yeah, so, like, it honestly, like, the seasonal depression is really minor. Like, I'm also getting to the point where I'm like, oh, whatever, it's Chicago. What do I expect? But mm -hmm. my parents call me and they're like, we grilling. It's <laughs> 70 degrees there and like 40 yeah. degrees raining here. It's like. <laughs> for the life of me, I still am that person who like, I love the rain. I love the, the snow. The rain when I'm inside. Yeah. And that's, what I, and that's what I have to remind myself. I don't like being outdoors in the rain as much or the snow, but the idea and of like waking up and it's, thundering and storming and I can just yeah. sit in my apartment and I do nothing that part. just makes me sound just makes me feel so good it's peaceful when you can stay inside but like if I have to go out in it because Chicago rain doesn't fall like down say that say that Chicago say rain that. comes horizontal I don't know how it works but it, comes, <laughs> it rains like this and it doesn't matter what you have on what umbrella you have your umbrella is, is not mm. making it for starters your umbrella's no. not making it so i don't even know why we still buy umbrellas here but whatever and two, you need like a poncho like like that's really like a poncho and a bucket hat that's kind of like the only thing that's gonna work out here and still i yeah, try yeah. it with a cute little umbrella and a jacket and i'm fighting the wind Sh you know taking in the wind <laughs> Yeah, I, I've tell everybody the the wind here is very disrespectful, and it's not really what I've learned. It's not even it's not even just bad in Chicago. It's it's bad in Illinois, in Indiana. Um, I had to go to Indiana like last week, and the whole way down, the car was just shaking. 
Mm-mm. Nice outside, the weather was good, but the car itself was shaking. Yeah. Like, no. and for what? It was a Tuesday, bro. It was a fucking <laughs> So um I am super curious about I started this podcast because I know what I do for my own mental health. Um, I know the things that I have done in the past that I thought were working and that don't work for me, like my own self-care. I used to think that I was one of those, oh, I'll take a bath and soak and that'll make me feel really good. And then like that, that's how I know I'm taking care of my mental health. When that actually has, like that does nothing for me. Actually taking baths just stresses me out because I'm <laughs> in there and I'm just trapped with my fucking feelings and my emotions yeah. and my thoughts. And it's just me and hot water and bubbles. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why we, why are we here? We, Nah. We need to talk to somebody. Yeah. So I'm curious, have there been practices that you have started um, over the last year that have really helped shape your practice around mental health and spiritual health right now? Um, definitely. I have really bad anxiety developed when COVID first started. And mm. we're all going to mm. die. Um <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, like, I mean, that was like the rhetoric, right? Like, nobody knew what it was. Nobody knew where it came from. It was a bat. It was a bird. It was a plane. Nobody knew. And just the, the, the unknownness of everything. And I had some jobs that like got canceled or postponed, you know, and you're just starting to lose money. Everything is shutting down. Restaurants are closed. You don't want to touch nobody. Don't come in my house. And so I kind of started developing like really bad anxiety around COVID. But um, I think now uh, I realized like I just had anxiety in general and COVID like brought it to the surface, which was what I think is beneficial to help me with that. Like when COVID first started, I started working out like heavily. I was working out six days a week. I always wanted a running practice, but um, I really dove into my running practice and I was running like every day, at least a mile and a half. Um, mm. I would often like push to like two miles. And the reason why the running um, really helped is like, I wasn't doing anything fast or like super strenuous. Like I really go at my own pace. But when I run, I can't think about anything. Mm. Cause I'm just taught, like, I'm just, <sighs> So it's almost like a meditation. And like I started developing like the actual um, right way to run, like breathing through your nose, out through your mouth. And it really kind of became a meditation for me. And I realized that like when I run, I only have positive self-talk. And I'm like, you can do it. You can do it. Make it to the stop sign before you like stop. You can. And then I make it to the stop sign. I'm like, you can make it to the end of this block. Go, 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 go. And then like I. I really like, I'm like, this is easy. This is easy. This ain't nothing. Like keep pushing, go, go, you got it. And those are the only phrases that I can muster up when I'm running. When I'm at home sitting on the couch, I've got, girl, what you doing with your life? I got, why you still broke? I got, you know, I got like all these things that come in, but when I'm running, there's no space for it. Um, So that became really, really big for me. Um, and then I, when I was like getting prepared to move and I was packing and like, I was like doing all these different things and I wasn't making time for it anymore. I was like kind of falling into a depression and like my anxiety was crazy high. And I would be like, 
overthinking everything. Like if I posted something to my story, I would be like, oh, I should delete that. That might be offensive. Or like, oh, like, oh, I, sh- this, I shouldn't post this. Or like, you know, like stupid stuff, like social media. Then I was like, all right, I need to get off of here because mm-hmm. I'm driving myself crazy. So definitely um, staying active and moving uh, my body, like getting out of my head and getting into my body was a huge thing for me. Cause even with the meditations, um, I wasn't strong enough in my practice yet to actually quiet my mind. And so Mm -hmm. in my meditations, I was noticing that I was like kind of focusing more on the things that I shouldn't be focusing on. Cause I'm like lying there and I'm like getting quiet. And then all I hear is the negative self-talk. So the, when I move my body, um, there was just no space for it. So that became like my number one, number one, like mental health um, activity, which is just running. It's so interesting when people talk about um, how the physical and the mental and the spiritual connect for them and how we're so unaware of it until we're forced to look at it. Um, What ways were you, because you said that you were kind of unaware that you had this generalized anxiety are there ways that you can look back now and say oh that was me coping with my anxiety without realizing it totally um i i i have um issues with uh vulnerability and like um being able to voice like what's going on Mm -hmm. Um, so I would kind of just shut down and isolate myself from my friends and like not respond to things. And I would, I would say to myself, oh, I'm busy or like I'm doing things, but I had, I was like, actually, like, I just feel really weak right now. And Mm. I don't want anybody to see me this way. Um, I'm feeling like too vulnerable, like, like that kind where somebody's like, Hey, how you doing? And you so you're so not okay that you're just going to start crying, <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. So I would avoid it. I'm a huge, avoid, like I avoid everything so that I don't have to deal. Um, and like, that was a way I was coping, um, doing absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. like shutting down on myself you know, mm. not showing up for myself in ways, like whether that was like eating trash food, like, in, like excessively, like I'm gonna go to Popeye's, okay? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to Popeye's. But if I'm Say at that. Popeye's five days a week, I'm not feeling good, you know, like and acknowledging mm-hmm. that um, or Chick-fil-A or wherever, you know? And so I think I would um, just bury myself in bad habits and isolate and I just thought it was just like oh I'm just like not like you know that's just me like I just have moments where I just like I like being alone which is mm-hmm. true an extent but like the way in which I was doing it so heavily um I was like oh this is this is anxiety like forming like you know um being irritable or like super self-conscious about everything I say or do like Mm -hmm. you know high anxiety I think it's interesting because um for me it definitely manifests in some of the ways you were just talking about in terms of things that I'm putting in my body the way that I'm spending my time and only you know when something is oh okay I'm going to Popeye's 
And then it's okay, I'm using Popeyes mm-hmm. as a way to like not look at something. And another huge way was was like you said, social media. Um, I had to take a break, a step away, because everything that I did made me overthink everything. My whole <laughs> value system was starting yeah. to be tied up. My like the way I looked at myself and the way I thought everybody else looked at me too. Like that little break in perception mm-hmm. um, really had me in a place of like not being able to appreciate it as a tool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I'm curious. So how have you since managed your anxiety in terms of like being online and being present? Because you're an artist as well, singer, right. songwriter. Um, how do you find the balance there now? It's so interesting because like, you know, let me know if you feel the same way, but I feel like as artists, we have a little bit more pressure to like continually have content, like continually have something to say Mm -hmm. every day or you become socially irrelevant. So I think I needed for myself to establish the fact that like, I don't need to saturate this space to feel important, to feel seen. Um, and like, in what ways do I, like, in what ways am I showing up for myself so that I don't feel the need to be seen by others? Like, how am That's I seeing me? Because like mm-hmm. the reality of, of social media is that it's not real at all. Like if I post a selfie, it's probably not at 7 a.m. when I just got out the bed and brush my teeth, wash my face, comb my head. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. you're only right. posting your, your most like ex- like beautiful self, your most like or, for sure. exactly like or you're or you're purposefully like posting something good that you're doing. Like you 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 have a few people that do it, and I'm but you you rarely see people like crying into their phone like I'm having a really bad mental health day. You rarely and when they do people talk people either give them like that, that that sympathy thing that's like oh my god you poor thing or yeah. or people talk bad about them and you don't right. and like I me personally I hate to fall within the category of either one of those like I don't want anybody coming to my rescue via right. social media. Right. And plus it's just like not real either. Like that's also not real. You know, like yeah, we can use social media to like keep in touch with people. Um, but I'm I'm starting to value like actual human to human contact again. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I said hi to you under your picture and said, Girl, you look so cute today under the photo you post. But when's the last time I reached out to be like, How are you? Like if you're a person right. I consider a friend, like I think like we use um, social media as a crutch and like to be like lazy and no. how we show up for each other too, you know? Yes. And like I've sure. started, I've started actually like for people who I'm like, oh, you are in my tribe and like we know that. Um, I try my best to kind of just like check in, you know, and like, even if it's just a text like, hey, thinking about you, love you, you know, something like that, because um, that, I think, goes further than a comment if somebody is, like, struggling. Right. Just for my own self. And then as a result, I've strengthened some relationships that I've had that I have in my life, which is mm. what also beneficial for my mental health. For sure. So it's like it's just living in real life. 
Mm-hmm. You know? And like, I just took the pressure off feeling the need to be like constantly considered relevant by people on social media. And that that idea of staying relevant is pushed onto us for sure as artists, but to be like, I don't know about you, but for me to be like a black artist and to have music that people like told me that they once enjoyed and are still enjoying, the, that little voice in my head starts saying, okay, well, you know that if they don't have something from you soon, that they're not gonna keep listening to you because right. this other major artist just put out a huge project and everybody's talking about it. And one thing that, because one thing that social media for me is, is always does is make me compare myself to all these other people. And so when I was on my break, I took the time to do a lot of journaling and say, okay, where is it that you're actually trying to go with this? And I, and I was able to get a little more clear and a little more concrete about my end goal, you know, like, because sure, everybody's trying to like make it, but what is making it look like for you? And then, and, and then I also took the time to go through and curate the people whose feed I'm seeing. I started unfollowing a bunch of people, especially people who they could be really great accounts, but they were constantly having me in my head about myself, you know? Uh, like the idea of of not getting of not hitting a certain metric when it comes to likes and all this stuff, it just started to stress me out. So I just figured I figured out a formula for myself that I could work and 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 still maintain, like you said, healthy offline relationships. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, that's been that's yeah, been beautiful. It's a, it's a tool. You know, exactly. it's like a hammer. You, you will use a hammer to build a house, but you cannot live in a hammer. You know, you can't. You said that somebody, I've heard another one, when when, oh, when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. So for me, if every time I'm having an issue with myself, I seek out external validation. Mm. I have to make sure, I have to really ch- start evaluating the tools in my, like, what, what I'm using this for yeah so that's been like and that's been the whole thing over the quarantine itself um like you I was camouflaging a bunch of my different let's call them isms mm-hmm. as oh I'm working too hard I'm working really hard because I have I have a goal and bill this gotta get I don't need to work 17 shifts a week Mm-mm. I'm doing that because there's something that I'm that I'm trying to hide right. from Right. You know, and, or and there were a lot me, of like trying to live up to things and buy things I don't need so I can look like I have something that I don't really have. <laughs> so now I got to work all this extra time to pay for it. Okay. For and the thing is like I don't know how other people are doing it and this is exactly how I decided against doing a bunch of that social media flogging. Um cuz then once you get the look you have to then work to maintain the look. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, unless- that can be stressful within itself. Yeah. And I don't see how these people do it. Yeah. Unless like, unless you're getting sponsored by it or, right. you know, I see how they're doing it. They're going into debt, <laughs> but I don't, I don't understand why right, we do it. You can't post the same fit, right? Like if you already you posted do it. in this fit, you can't post it again. <laughs> I went back like at one point and deleted all the pictures of myself that I was wearing the same hoodie. And this is a it's a very nice hoodie. It was actually a gift. And I love this fucking hoodie. And I was like, oh, I can't po- I can't 
you can't see me in this twice. And then I put it back up and I was like, we're just not going to do that. But you know what it is? The self-talk thing. Mm. When I was, I was realizing that a lot of my self-talk was projection. I'm thinking not, not, what, not, what am I thinking about this picture? What do I think this person is thinking about my picture? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And guess what? Most of these people don't know me. That's don't know you. Don't know you. From a can of paint. <laughs> from a can of paint. <laughs> and people who do know me are just happy to see me posting anything. Right. They don't care. Yeah. And just are happy that I'm like alive. Right. They're going to be like, oh, you look good. So that's super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And like, also like for real, like let's just talk about being an independent artist in this day and age, right? Mm -hmm. That's stressful in itself because we have to survive, right? Like we have to feed ourselves and we have to um, live somewhere, right? We need a roof over our head. So it's like, if we don't come from money and or have uh, some kind of investor or sponsorship, nine times out of 10, we're doing that and supporting our art on our own, like out of yeah. our own pockets. And so you have the stress of having to like pay for your daily necessities on top of being like, this is not what I want to do, you know, but you have to do it to do what you want to do until you can mm -hmm. do what you want to do. So that's the stress of that. And watching the clock, like when is when is this break gonna come so I can get out of this weak ass job? I don't wanna work here, you know? So you mm -hmm. have the stress of that. And then constantly, so you have this, let me reel it in. You have your 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 thing that you're, whatever you do to earn money, um, if your art isn't earning you as enough money from the start. Mm -hmm. And then, and then you have to manage the art itself. Then you still yes. have to get sleep. Then you still have to create. Then you still have to create a, a, a image for yourself. Keep the image up. Get the outfits. You know, um, record, audition, like anything, like all the things that come between it. And you have to do it all by yourself. Yep. That's extremely stressful. And then if you do bring people on, you got to pay them. So don't think that that's just going to solve all your problems. Right. You're paying, like, and this, you know what I mean? Like, you're, like, for some of us who do have friends and things that are, like, photographers or engineers or, like, own studios and, like, have, like, the blessing to be able to have some costs alleviated or, like, a friend who's, like, I'll do this for you and they know they'll get paid later on the back end, whatever. Um, that's That's not everybody's you know, experience. So like right. you have to worry about surviving and worry about feeding your art, which feeds your soul. But like how, how much of your art are you giving to it when your half of your brain is like, I gotta feed my dog or I gotta, <laughs> I gotta pay this internet bill. I gotta, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, sure. just the lifestyle of being an independent artist in itself can be very, very stressful. You know, when I first started this podcast, it was it was supposed to be centered around the spirituality, I mean, the spiritual practice and the mental health practices of creative people. And for the most part, it, it is. Um, but yeah, because I feel like there's a lot of 
mysticism or like mystique around how we how we think about artists and how we do our thing because every because the pictures say one thing right somebody can get on my profile they can look at my pictures and be like oh well look at him he looks professional i'm like bro that's my community coming out to bat for me that's my tribe showing the fuck out and being like hey yo we we got you we got you that's sacrifice that's me saying, okay, well, this month I'm going to have to put some money over here into studio time. And then did a, that's why I like, and, and I'm one of those people who I'm really self-conscious about everything that I post to. So I like, I deleted the app off of my phone. I have to go all the way over to like get to my app because otherwise, A, I would spend too much time on it. And then B, I won't, yeah, I just won't be able to like have a, a, a honest assessment of what I can and cannot do. But I want every picture to be like this really curated and story-esque kind of thing. And I'm like, look, it's here's a selfie here. Because it's full, a lot of pressure. Full artists, I won't say full artists, fully supported artists have somebody else doing that for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? All they or have to worry about is They don't have to care because they already have the marketing budget from somewhere else curating their image. So their Instagram can be a little more personalized like hey this me and the homies like we're not even like trying to really curate this photo I don't need to have the greatest caption it's just me and the homies and that's it because Atlantic is paying for the marketing budget for my music so I don't have to worry about that on my Instagram page so then how do you find your balance because for for me I just say I'll post when I'm fucking ready to post if I have something really dope to say here and but you can get these tunes Right now, I've just been focusing mostly on the recording. I have a song coming out really soon, but it's been just like, I'm, I'm gonna focus on creating. I'm gonna focus on what it is that I'm, I'm writing and I'll put together a package around each. Uh, I tr- I'm treating every release as like its own mini little product. So it's like, okay, here is the shirt and the, the photos that come with this little release here and let that circulate for a while. Okay, here's the next one. But, and then anything that I fill in in between those times is just stuff, like random stuff. Like I love this whole photo dump thing that we get to do yeah. on Instagram now, cause I have hella photos and hella memes and hella of other people's videos that just, inf- that just inspire me. Yeah, but I yeah, I just, just- Always have great dumps. Thanks. Yeah, you have like, I, I often steal your dumps. <laughs> I'm like, oh, please. Well, let me go find this TikTok and save that to my phone for later. <laughs> no, seriously, I'll just start like sending them over to you because I'd be on. Because look, TikTok is so low stakes for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I have a few, like, I have like a few hundred followers on on TikTok, and I'm I'm actually like okay with that because I go to TikTok to enjoy the internet. Yeah, just to just be you there. Know? I have to be a presence. <laughs> it, exactly, and like, and for some reason. In my head, I hear the name like Apollo Mighty, and you think I'm just like this. Somebody told me like you just you just crushing it online. I'm just like, I don't see what you're seeing, but thank you. Yeah, but you know, it's hard for us to see ourselves totally. For sure, for sure. You know, it's definitely like I think that whole idea of we we are our own worst critics is like totally true, at least for me, for sure. But what you were saying about um, your dumps like another way I use social media really um differently like I like my my thing is really curated so I see like a lot of like inspirational things like we we the urban like one of my favorite 
pages like a lot I, I like the um trend on social media of pages that are very motivational and inspiring and like I've learned a lot about my mental health mm. and how to and how to like cope and like um adapt to different like practices because of social media on Instagram um I'm inspired by a lot of videos you just posted I think yesterday a photo dump and um it was like I'm stuck I just feel stuck (laughs) and it was like I was like what amazing (laughs) like just just do the thing like Mm -hmm. oh there's another I'm gonna send it to you but that's what I love about TikTok because it's it's real people talking about their real struggles Mm -hmm. and I'm like because that his that conversation is a conversation that like I would love to just have with myself. Yeah. Oh my god, yes! I'm actually writing a couple songs right now that are just about me talking to me, mm. but they sound like two separate different people. Yeah, because a lot of times the confident me is talking to the one like the the very divisive one that's like no you're not gonna do this i promise you it's going to fail and you're going to fall apart but it doesn't say it like that it just like kind of slides me little questions like like are you sure Mm -hmm. are you really as good as you think you are are you real like are you really like that nigga are you sure (laughs) that little voice in your head that's always like It, it's that, and it makes you feel it makes you it it brings that imposter syndrome shit out yes, it makes I you feel like you really yeah yeah I know a lot of people that do yeah and I just have to keep telling myself like no you belong here like yeah. you're talented you know what you're doing mm-hmm. you have the right to have a seat at the table and then there's that voice like girl really I don't know is. you ain't practiced that guitar <laughs> And then, like, I started telling that voice for me. I'm like, okay, well, let me show you. Yep. I, I, I started saying, like, get out of my you. way, bitch. Get out of my mm-hmm. way. <laughs> Not today. Are there, um, are there any, because you talked about that video, I use those as, like, words of wisdom quite often. And, uh, like, on the podcast, I'm just like, I saw this thing, and the person was basically saying, do the thing. I know that you're, you're, you're tying so much of your self-worth into the idea that if you do this and it doesn't come out the way that you want it to, that that means you suck. But just do the thing and let life surprise you. Just do the thing and let your, your community show up for you in a way that you didn't think. Just yeah. do the thing so that you know that in yourself, you have the, you have the ability to pull the trigger. Yeah. Sometimes for me, just put, just putting it out is just for me to say that wasn't so scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I put it out and I turn the computer off. I do, I do that all the time. You know what I mean? So like, are there words of wisdom that you learned recently or or that have like impacted you that you can share? Mm. Like specific phrases or something that kind of. Yes, actually. So I use YouTube. My screen time is always like 13 hours or something because I use YouTube like a master class. You know, I listen to a lot of the the philosophers that I like and the gurus that I like and like, you know, different people talking about different things. And I like set my phone down and I let it play like in the background, like a podcast. And one this morning said you were not rejected. You repelled. 
And I was like, Mm. wow, that was deep because it was coming from the state of like, a lot of times you think you want this job or you want to book this gig or whatever. And maybe you think you were rejected, but based on the things that you're aligning with and what you're asking the universe for to, to bring into your life, it repelled that what seemed like an opportunity or what seemed like a good person to be around you, what seemed like would be a good relationship to you. And you're sitting up here feeling heartbroken and rejected. But in fact, you and your energy not aligning with what that was repelled like a magnet, you know what I mean? And it just wasn't, it wasn't for you. And I think um, that was like, I really liked how it was worded because it, I, you know, I was like, oh, that's a good one. Um, the, uh, the idea that what is for me is for me. I constantly mm-hmm. say, that. I constantly say that to myself. Um, there is another one that I saved because it was so good. And I want to like get it verbatim because it's so good. I'm going to, let me find it. Um, Your self-respect got to be stronger than your feelings. Like, wow, like your self-worth, like what are we willing to give up to feel accepted or to feel um, worthy? You know what I mean? Like, where do you draw the line? You know, and that kind of goes back to like what we were saying about feeling the need to post to get certain kind of attention or whatever. And it's like, no, like you can you can still uh, have a, a good career as an artist and not feel the need to just be like totally consumed all the time. Right. <laughs> you know, because there are artists out here that are eating, that are eating. And yeah. And you never see them. You don't see them at all. Like there are people, I I discover artists every day. You know, I discover artists every day that I never heard of, you know, um, that are having successful careers. Like one of my favorite artists in the world, which is Frank Ocean, we'll never see him. Yes, I was just thinking about (laughs) it. You don't ever see him. You know, like he's in my heart. Yeah, I just love that. I love that. As a... As a queer black artist who minds his own fucking business, and a lot of times, bro, I I appreciate when when my favorite artists shut the fuck up, because yeah. so many of our artists they don't know when to stop talking. Sometimes, so, yeah. So I'd be like, yeah, let's just let's just make the art because that's our job, that's our purpose, that's our passion. Like, let's do it, and then figuring out other things that find that bring me that same level of excitement like mm-hmm. for me doing this i love doing this mm-hmm. i've lo- i've always enjoyed talking to people and having introspective deep conversations and i was like maybe i could get paid for doing this you know and maybe and maybe even if it's not something that like i make a gajillion dollars off of if I'm like helping like five or six people, if five or six people tune into my podcast, and I'm like, hey, yo, that was really dope what you were talking That's about dope, in terms around um, balancing my life and balancing and balancing my perception with the way that I see myself and the other and the way the world sees me. Like if, if we're growing, if I'm growing from what I'm doing, that's better than me spending all my time chasing somebody else's dream or yeah. chasing somebody else's you know idea of success. So yeah. 
I don't know, this whole experience is of, of 2020 and up until this point has been very eye-opening about A, the way the world actually is. Yeah. And then B, how I want to operate, who, how I want to look at myself in the world. Mm-hmm. I think, so, yeah. yeah, I think I think that is 100% correct. And I think for me, the main thing that I'm learning um, is just gentleness, mm. you know, like just like, gentleness with myself like like radical gentleness and what I mean by that is like some days I'm gonna go off course some days I'm gonna be on Instagram looking at somebody and thinking man you know I don't have that some days that's gonna happen because it's the human experience sometimes when we're not fully evolved and that's a process that I'm working on but I'm not there and Instead of being like, dang it, I did it again. I'm shutting my phone down. I'm deleting Instagram. Oh, I got to get out of my head and being hard on myself. Just gently put, just gently guiding me back to where I want to go. Like, oh, this isn't a healthy thought. This is a beautiful person. This is a beautiful artist and I am happy for them. And what's mine is mine. And it's going to come to me when the time is right. And just gently moving myself back over. In my, in my meditations, when my brain wanders and I start thinking about something else, I just say, oh, you've wandered. Let's just gently bring it back. And like, if I don't work out one day, you know, I was like, or I just, I'm too tired. Like, well, rest is also necessary. We'll work out tomorrow. We'll make it up on Saturday, whatever. Like learning to treat myself, like I would treat a friend. Like a lot of times if a friend came to you crying and upset about not having enough likes on Instagram, we would look at them like, what? You sound crazy right now because one, you're everything. And then some, the sun shines out of your ass. I love you. You're great. Get it together. But when it's ourselves coming to ourselves, like I don't have enough likes on Instagram. We don't tend to be like that. We don't tend to encourage ourselves gently like we would do someone else. You know, and I know like the golden rule is to treat people how you want to be treated, but like treat you how you want to, how you would treat somebody you love. Set the the standard for yourself. Exactly. Set the standard. Like it's like it does, it starts with you. You know, like think about the person in your life that you love the most. Like for some people, it's their mom. And if your mom came to you with the goal and a dream, how encouraging would you be to her? If your mom came to you sad and upset, how empathetic would you be? How gentle would you be? We deserve to have ourselves be treated like that by ourselves also. And so just being like radically gentle with myself, whether it's me making a mistake and like, you know, if I hurt somebody else because I'm having a bad day, I can apologize to that person and acknowledge that I hurt somebody without feeling immense guilt and shame. Mm-hmm. You know, be like, okay, that's cool, you did that, but let's do better next time. You yeah. know, like just treating ourselves with the same amount of love as we would treat somebody that we really, really love. And like turning that inward. And I think that has been like my most recent like practice and being like, it's okay. It's cool. You got it, girl. You you still all right. 
whether I got off course a little bit or not. And I think it's that little bit of us that's like way too hard on ourselves that causes that comparison, the need to post, the need to like scroll for hours and then be on, then feel bad about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, just if, if it happens, like it's all good. Everything is always well. Well-being is our natural default, you know? And we just have to gently guide back to that. And so that's what I've been um, really working on doing in the last couple of weeks. And honestly, it's been tremendous because <laughs> I'm like super hard on myself, you know, extremely hard on myself about a lot from whether it's doing my hair or, you know, sticking to my skin routine <laughs> or drinking enough water. Like, but it's just yeah. like, okay, well, you drink. 24 ounces today cool that's all right tomorrow you'll drink more mm. and like just not being like everything is in life or death you know like it ain't that deep it's okay <laughs> it's gonna be okay you know and just subscribing to that mindset wow darren i want to thank you so much for sharing your perspective with us today on the podcast I'm so glad that you came. You. Man, like we started talking, we started talking on Instagram and we were just basically talking about um, Malcolm and Marie. Right. And we like we bonded over hating it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've, 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 I've kind of gone and listened and, and like looked at it again and I have some different perspectives on it, but um yeah, I'm really glad that I reached out in general because, like, you have such a beautiful, beautiful soul. Such you a beautiful do. soul. I I'm really so hope excited we can, like, me in real life someday. Oh, we will. Like, you know, because sure. I really vibe. I really vibe with you. Like, I really, really, like, appreciate your art. I appreciate your posts because they encourage <laughs> me for real. Thank you. So thank you for being you. And make some music together. Yeah. And meditate together. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. No, for sure. I I need I'm writing a bunch Absolutely. of music right now. And I would love some help. I would yeah. love some and I would love to just write with you some new shit too. Yes. I think it would be dope. Yes. Tell me when. I will I don't know if you have my phone number, but I will send it to you if you don't. Well you can you can DM that to me. I don't want to put that on our put your business out right. there like that. Right, right, right. <laughs> this was so fun and like it actually like helped me be like, yeah, and I'm gonna do that more. Like, you know, mm -hmm. really ignite the fire in like certain practices. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I fully expect <laughs> to go back and listen to these and be like, oh wow, no, this this is where I was there. You know, it's a snapshot of where we are in our lives right now. And sometimes it's just dope to be reminded about those things. So, yeah. The way to track our spiritual growth and to remind ourselves that we're having spiritual growth even on the days when it doesn't feel like we are. Yeah, exactly. exactly. For sure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of this super beautiful day. You too. Okay, bye, my love. Bye. Right now, right here. Listening to Right Now, Right Here with Apollo Mighty. I'd like to thank you, my guests, and my sponsors for making this possible. 
If you have any questions or suggestions for guests or topics, send an email to Apollo at ApolloMighty.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. And be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. I'll see you next week for another episode of Right Now, Right Here. This is the part that I hate the most. I really want to go, but I'm staying right here.